0: Soundstripe. Soundstripe. Ooh.
1: How is everyone doing? This is a breath of fresh air with Will and Ashley. I'm Will.
0: I'm Ashley.
1: And I guess we're getting this train wreck off the road. Yeah. Um. So I guess we might as well go ahead and do the whole uh, viewer discretion is advised thing for
0: all episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this may not be suitable for everyone, but
0: it can help someone, exactly. which is why we're doing it.
1: And I think that's the important thing. Yeah. Because even though this will be kind of our story, our stories apart, and stories of addiction and domestic violence and so forth and so forth. Um, some people that might be entertaining, like, oh my, they went through this. But for some people, this could be a uh, life changing. <laughs> exactly. Um, because the i think big misconception when it comes to addiction or domestic violence or any type of hardship is that you can just walk away from it and you're never look for back life. yeah and realistically like for me as the addict i'm learning you're always an addict even when you're 10 years sober clean. and clean You're always an addict.
0: And for me, I was the domestic violence survivor pre-will. I was never a victim, never wanted to be looked at as a victim. I was always a survivor. It took me five and a half years, but I survived. And I want to share my story because someone out there is going through trying to survive.
1: And... I think that's the big thing because more so with domestic violence than anything, there's a lot of misconception. People, there's a lot of people that just feel like they're stuck or feel like there isn't a way out. Yeah. And I'm kind of sure you dealt with that at yeah. certain points.
0: I don't ever want to be the female that asks, why'd you stay? Why didn't you just leave? Why Why this? Why that? Because I had got asked those questions a million and three times, and there's never an answer or a specific answer. You may think it's love. You may have kids. You may have a home that you bought together. It's no specific answer.
1: And I actually think you brought that up when it came to us because... I think you told me that one time, like I never did ask why. Yeah. But I always like figured like I didn't need to ask, like I kinda understood. Like Mm -hmm. wasn't really a why just You never
0: understood on the lines of because you look at me as this strong independent person and that person you looked at as a weak person and you could never put the same person as one person and it's both me
1: Yeah I mean I get you but like I like going back to what we were just saying though I like I kind of understood why though like mm-hmm. So it wasn't really like a question that needed to be asked Yeah, and I guess I also felt like if there was an answer to that question, like eventually it would come come out. out. Yeah, so it kind of just made it
0: two years in. Do you know why?
1: Um, yes and no. I guess is the best way to put that. Like, what do you
0: think the reasons were for me staying?
1: Um. One, the main thing is because you see the best in people. You see, like, even if something is broken...
0: I want to fix it. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Look at you.
0: I want it to fix you.
1: Yeah. So it's like, I kind of believe you have this broad naiveness Mm -hmm. to wanting to fix everything and like yes with me like i have a fixable thing even though we still struggle with it but i think in that situation like i don't think it's fixable because it goes along the term of you can't fix what doesn't want to be fixed
0: yeah i agree I,
1: i think with him He's just stuck in his way of...
0: I will never share his name. So at one point in this podcast, we will come up with a fake name because I don't need that drama back in my life. Um, (laughs) I mean,
1: not even that. I just don't think he deserves the recognition. Yeah. It's like, I'll probably just refer to him as he or... Yeah. Asshole. You know, that's Mm -hmm. one. But then again, I'm an asshole, so.
0: (laughs) But like with you and your addiction in the beginning, because you were an undercover addict, you were in denial when it came to me. You were going to the bathroom. Was I in denial? Every 15 minutes talking about I got diarrhea. Meanwhile, I'm a nurse. I see the (laughs) track marks. I see you knotted out outside like. But it was. I was going through my own emotions of leaving my marriage and surviving. That like I didn't even want to fool with you. Like you'll eventually be like, oh, I can't hide it no more.
1: And like honestly, I don't know if it was like you were undercover. Foolishly <laughs> thought I was hiding it from a nurse. Like <laughs> oh, she has no idea, or if it was. Like, just my naiveness of thinking I was fooling you.
0: You never fooled me once. Like, I slept beside you. I knew what withdrawal was. I treated thousands of patients with it. Like, it was never a question. I think what still bothers me to this day is our relationship was started off on lies and we'll address some of those during this podcast. We will address the lies and the deceived from both ends because it happened on both ends. Um I think our main problem was we didn't take it as serious as it was going to become.
1: Yeah. I mean at the same time nobody even thought we were serious like they they still don't they just saw us as like uh quote-unquote booty call booty call like uh just something fun and then for now over with and kind of i guess everyone saw us like everyone on your side and everyone on my side saw us as like distractions to each other's problems yeah Um, they
0: still do at least from your side, my side, I just don't even communicate with. But on Which your side... That's a
1: whole episode on its own. On its
0: own, yeah. <laughs> on your side, I feel like in the beginning, because you were already fucking with two bitches, they just thought I was going to be the third.
1: I mean, I knew.
0: You you didn't know shit. I was going
1: to take you serious.
0: You didn't know shit. What are you talking about? You was hanging out with home girl two nights before you met me.
1: I mean, I hadn't met you yet.
0: It does. It didn't matter
1: once I met you.
0: Once you met me. I mean, I once I put it on you. Uh,
1: <laughs> but I will say, I think part of the problem was once we realized how serious it was becoming, we didn't know how to get out the bullshit. To get serious, I guess is the best way to put it.
0: What do you mean? Like, like explain.
1: Like, we were both in the situation where it's like, oh, this is serious. But if I tell her I'm an addict, get my, like, if I tell her I'm actively using, like, what if she walks away? Or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but I found out we got together in June. I knew in June.
1: I mean, I didn't. I, I mean, I guess in my head, like I knew, but in my naiveness, I thought I was doing you something. He was lying. Like.
0: How many times do you have diarrhea in one day? <laughs> 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 uh,
1: yeah. That was a lot. And that's the funniest part because, like, I'd leave and come back and run in the door and just be like, oh, I got to shit. Yeah. And. And come out the bathroom, non out, thinking I was doing something. doing something, yeah, but yeah, um,
0: and the worst part about all that was is you kind of put a wedge in between us because you you made it to where you wanted me to believe one thing and made me feel like I was going crazy, like I know what's up. But you're telling me it's this.
1: I mean, I just think that whole...
0: Like, honestly, that is part of being a narcissist. Uh-huh. Is deceit so of leaving to believe something else.
1: So you think I'm a narcissist?
0: At times. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But, honestly, I think and that part of a relationship will be in a whole episode on its own. Because there is just so much... Going on. Yeah. But, like, I between think that's part addiction. Of, I, And I honestly think that is part of the issue because, like, between my addiction, the shit you had going on with him, him, like, literally stalking us. Yeah. To, you know, your lies and the shit, I guess, you were doing to...
0: A backup plan.
1: To... Us living at my mom's and the drama of that and it's own. To it did
0: not go south until you went to jail.
1: Yeah. I mean, did it ever really go south? I mean, it went bad, but we're here.
0: It was never perfect, but when she put you in jail and the way she treated me, it went south. Because...
1: I- two years
0: later I can't forgive her and I don't know if I'll ever forgive her but forgiveness is part of healing but it's I don't respect this woman by any means I respect her on the fact that she birthed you but that's it
1: yeah I mean I think y'all are in a better place now than you were I still don't respect her do I think it's perfect no
0: I don't respect her
1: like I think now it's a mutual like
0: Understand Under,
1: exactly an understanding of like okay you're his mom and with her it's like okay you're not going anywhere. Yeah.
0: No, I still think somewhere deep inside of her she does believe that I'm going to end up just going somewhere. Um, One day she will be part of this podcast because yeah. I do want to invite her in. Um, but Valerie, she has a tendency to bullshit around the story to where she's the victim on every yeah. aspect
1: i mean would i love to have everyone here eventually yes
0: she's an addict herself that so would that can be,
1: that'd be a long podcast but we just have to come down to whether or not she's going to be open and honest yeah and willing To be able to have a conversation like an adult.
0: Or throwing the mic down and walking out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because I told you when we were talking about starting this podcast, I honestly can see her storming out and throwing a fit.
0: Yeah, I can. My mother will never be part of this podcast.
1: Do you think your mom can sit here for five minutes and have a conversation?
0: No, I'd start flipping the table. Like... My mother,
1: I I think think it's
0: because of all the shit she put me through as a child, as a teenager, as an adult. I don't respect my mom one ounce. Um,
1: Yeah. Like, just from an outside looking into that relationship. Like, honestly, as outside looking into that relationship, like, when we first got together, you and your mom kind of had a relationship. But it was more of like, at that time, you were working and had money.
0: That's what my and whole family wanted.
1: Like, And she was there. <laughs> and now that... Uh, like, the money
0: train stopped. <laughs> well, I don't even
1: think the money train stopped as much as I cut it off. And I quit not working. There. What are you talking about? I mean, not even that, but even like... There was a point where like I was saying something to you and kind of opening your eyes and once that happened it kind of stopped like it, even now if we had money like if she asked for it would she get it no exactly mm-hmm. so i don't credit it to just at that time you stopped working because
0: you credited. it you always got to credit yourself don't you not really <laughs>
1: like i won't say it was me i would just say that i helped. you open opened the door eyes.
0: you couldn't make me walk exactly, through.
1: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because I wasn't outside looking in and I saw it. Like
0: My whole family has always been about what you could do for me. If you can't do shit for me, I ain't going to be around you. I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to text you. If you're doing for me, I'll blow your phone up.
1: But see, and I think that's why you can't understand like my now my mom, my mom and
0: myself's relationship to this day, um, is in the shitter because of shit that you and I did during being homeless, addiction, <laughs> like, spree.
1: huh? During our crime spree,
0: our crime sprees, like, <laughs> we we oh, told man. some stories, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Let's just say when it comes to being each other's man,
0: <laughs> we ended this um. The beginning as being convicted felons, homeless, um, living in a car. Yeah. And now we are still convicted felons. Um, we both have jobs, have a home. Yeah. And are trying for a baby, which a lot of people don't know. I have PCOS and struggle with fertility um we don't openly talk about it because i think it's a sensitive subject for him i think he's kind of like it's not there to happen but realistically it may never happen we may never be parents we have three do- four dogs shit i don't even know how many dogs we got now.
1: i mean yeah and honestly i think now i'm in a better place with it than i was
0: where were you but
1: I mean, in the beginning I was nowhere 'cause I didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah. Um when I found out This was out part about of one it, of my lies. When I found out about it I was hurt, I was salty. Um but the thing like everyone's gotta understand is even in those emotions I never have and still don't ever think about leaving. Mm-hmm. Like and I think that's what you struggle with because I you think you may not
0: it, think about leaving but how many times and sit here and be honest how many times have you looked elsewhere for attention Um can't count can but you? It's different. It's not different. It's not different. You're not sticking your dick in someone else, but it's not different. You're entertaining other bitches. Yes, I was guilty of this in the beginning. But when it came down to the point of you be like, nah, I'm not going home with you. Home was stay for less hotel, but it was home. And you said, I'm going to stay at my mom's tonight. Like you just go on and go. Like it opened up my eyes. Like, I don't want this. I don't want to entertain other people. Like, but how many times since that moment have you entertained other witches? Like, I'm still hurt at the fact of the day before you proposed to me. Lord. You want it to get real. Like. I mean, yeah. Like, how can I realistically sit here and say, I'll marry you. I do for the rest of our lives, knowing I made a mistake the first time. So I ain't making a mistake a second time. I knowing mean. that. The day you was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna marry her. Like she's the one." You was hitting I up mean, Carly.
1: Realistically speaking, <laughs> though, we were in that.
0: You was in that. I was over that.
1: We were in that negative space. No. Though, like I was still using. Well, no.
0: You were clean. You had just gotten out of jail and
1: Like
0: You were temporarily clean. Yes, you relapsed two months after that. But you were clean.
1: But we were still homeless. We were still...
0: So that makes it better?
1: No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, like, I was still in that salty-ass, like, mind frame. Hmm? Like, and I think that's just what it is. Like, but at the end of the day, I know... Who I want to be with. And I know where I want to be. And that's where I'm at.
0: Did you question yourself every time you hit up other women?
1: What do you mean question myself?
0: Who you wanted to be with. No. Then why were you doing it?
1: Because I'm a dumbass nigga. (laughs) I'm like. (laughs) I'm a man. I'm dumb. Mm. Just make dumb decisions.
0: Because like I can honestly say when I was hitting up other guys. Like I questioned where we were going to be.
1: Nah, I didn't. I didn't.
0: I can honestly admit
1: I mean, I can say, like, laying in bed in the hotel room high as hell, at times I'd look at you and wonder, like, how the hell are we getting the fuck out of here? Like, are we going to make it to the end? But when it came to seeking attention or talking to someone, nah, I never questioned it. Just immaturity.
0: That doesn't make sense.
1: Like, I want to know
0: how many women out there are going to agree with me that if you were not questioning our relationship, why were you seeking out other females?
1: I mean, because here's the thing. And like some dudes will understand what I mean by this. And Like, most women aren't going to understand it because they're going to think, like, kind of in a sense how you're thinking. Because like,
0: in our relationship, when I seeked out other dudes, I was questioning our relationship. I was questioning, are we going to make it?
1: But see, here's the thing. Women have this thing where they feel like you can't seek attention from someone or something without any emotional attachment or connection to it. And that's the thing. Like as a man. So there was no
0: emotions attached to you telling another female the day you proposed to me, I need to see you. I miss you.
1: No, that's just me saying what they want to hear. Oh, I mean, what? There's no emotion to it.
0: That makes no sense. How does that make sense? So you're just telling bitches what they want to hear.
1: Yeah. That
0: that makes zero sense. Like, How does where that is not make sense? Okay, so you're telling me you didn't question our, me- our relationship. You thought we were fine, good to go. You loved me, only loved me. There was no emotions attached to the messages. So why the hell were you sending them?
1: Boredom? Something you was bored
0: do? you was
1: bored i mean I'm, you have a whole it's bitch like, hold, on, hold, on, laying hold on hold on beside hold on, hold on. you and you was bored I, it's like you're seeking an answer that's not there like, what do what, what
0: you talk? what answer were you seeking
1: no it's like you like you want me to say something that's not here but that's not what it is like that's that what i'm saying is exactly what it is just because in your mind you can't see how that works. Does okay. not make so it so. That's not true. Carly.
0: Okay, and then recently, when you repropose here at this house, there was no emotions attached there. What do you mean? When you were hitting up other females. When. When you repropose in December, of this past year.
1: Was I hitting up other females?
0: Yeah. Remember I the notes that you wrote and laid all over the roses? I remember that. And you kept saying, "I know I fucked up. I'm sorry." Yeah, I remember that. Do I need to get the notes out and read them? No, too? I
1: remember the notes, but I'm confused at like what you're asking.
0: There was no emotion there. You weren't questioning our when I was
1: reproposing to you. Yeah. What do you mean? Was it, of course there was emotion. So,
0: like, what bothers me is both times that you proposed to me. You had to hit up other females first.
1: Well, I don't remember what other female I hit up before then. I don't remember her name. Uh, I don't remember. I
0: only remember Carly. Um, only because this isn't the first time. Let's get real.
1: I mean, we'll get oh, that subject. Oh, it's just eventually. a friendship,
0: right? It's just a friendship. I mean, how well, many times did you is. tell me that? Uh, you gonna make me throw this I mean, book we ain't at you? podcast one, and you already got me threatening you.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Like,
0: how many times did I hear it's just a friendship?
1: Because originally it was just a friendship. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. I mean,
1: was there flirtation in it? Yeah. Was there emotion to it? Nah. Like, and I realistically believe if she was here, she said the same thing. Was there ever a? Emotional attachment? Nah, was there ever a chance for a relationship? Probably not.
0: She wouldn't sit here. You want to know I mean, why?
1: Obviously. Why
0: wouldn't she sit here? Why wouldn't you? This is my motherfucking home and you've disrespected me too many times.
1: Uh, but. But. You want to change the subject? back on. Topic. Topic. <laughs> um,
0: As you can see, we're a fun couple. We do love each other. Um, and that's what's brought us so far is love. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, things are great. Things have definitely They're great. They're grown. They're never grown. I would say they've grown. Like for us to be able to sit here and have this conversation on a podcast and not, not friction. arguments and or not be arguing and whatever else and be able to just kind of like, Talk it over and laugh it off. Like that's definitely growth compared to. I'm her, afraid where that we this were.
0: is going to create or reopen wounds that were never fully healed.
1: I mean, yeah, I get it. This is a possibility, but
0: I'm um, especially the point for me of this, because during your addiction, I had to tiptoe I mean, around everything. I I'm, had to tiptoe around your feelings, and you would you would tell me constantly you make this about you, this isn't about your feelings, but meanwhile, I'm tiptoeing around your feelings, like I the day that you ended up punching me like that conversation was never had afterwards you went and got high,
1: I mean yeah,
0: so it's like those wounds they never fully healed. They just kind of like scarred over.
1: I mean, yeah, I get you. But at the same time, the point of this podcast is to be able to
0: share our story share and our story help someone else
1: and be able to help other people. But before we can really help anyone, we got to kind of lay it out there and totally. lay it on thick, I guess. Mm. Um. I mean... The thing about it is our relationship has had a lot of questionable moments moments, and a lot of moments that, and I guess this is also why I tell you you're stronger than you think you are, because our relationship has had a lot of moments that um, someone who isn't as strong would have definitely walked away from or ran away from, and... I think mean, potential still here. in your big ass. we've grown um, we're definitely in a better place, and you know we're still growing. thing is we're not perfect, and we'll never be perfect, yeah, more perfect for each other. I'll tell you that all the time
0: see that's he's telling me what I wanna hear, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> nah.
0: See, now you're going to make me question everything you tell me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lord. (laughs) You're a fool. But. All right, back on topic. We definitely have a lot of stories. I mean, we still haven't even really touched your domestic violence situation, which. No. That's probably going to be like six episodes. I'm not going to share Uh, everything.
0: (laughs) Um. There's something. I have never shared my story. Yeah. Um, I shared my story with a prosecutor. On one event.
1: How do you share your story with a whole person? Neither one of us fuck with. (laughs) (laughs) She was cool.
0: I mean she did her thing. She wasn't my prosecutor. She She was his. (laughs) That's why. Um, You know bits and pieces.
1: Yeah. I mean that's the thing. I don't. Even know the full story. But
0: I had always said when my divorce was finalized, I was going to share my story. Little did I know that we were going to be doing this together and sharing multiple stories to help everyone. But I'm ready to share my story.
1: But see, I think my perspective on it is different in the sense of... It ain't just I got your version of it. Like I kind of lived it, lived through it in a sense. And so, then also me, I, and
0: Will, my last abuse took place on June seventh, two thousand and nineteen. I met Will online on June tenth. So I moved to Fredericksburg with Will. I don't know if I was supposed to share that. Oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um with will on june 26th i began getting stalked from the beginning and it lasted up until august something no yeah august something 2019 when i violated him on the protective order
1: and the crazy part is it's like i don't even know how. i still don't know how he got my address Man, my mom it's questionable. It probably was your mom. That's I really how do believe it was that my situation mom. is. Yeah, and then like the thing was. So my like,
0: the story of my mom is difficult on its own, but my mom always believed that my husband had every right to do to me what he did, as he was my husband, and that's what husbands do. Um, which is difficult for me because my mom didn't raise me. My grandma raised me. Her mom. Who raised her. So it's like, where the fuck did you come from when I know where I came from? And I wasn't raised like that.
1: And, like, the thing about the stalking was, like, it wasn't just, like, following you around. Like, this man was, like, nah, hearing he would never conversations. he his face. That's the thing. Like, he would never show his face, but he'd always be, like, hiding somewhere. And he and, like, only he had would be hearing, access
0: to one email, still.
1: And he'd be, like, sending you weird emails from there. But, I mean, we'll get into the basis of that on another episode. But, like, literally, we could be in the having house a having a full private conversation that no one else should know about. And somehow... He knows about it. He knows, like, I don't know listening devices or like, like the thing the is, is like, like there was
0: a cross space or an attic that you guys kept checking because, because
1: like the way he would hear shit like it was like he was hiding in it
0: yeah like it's
1: just like bruh let it go like, my cut. yeah don't <laughs> and let's just say he ain't the brightest crayon in the box like anyone who shows up to court and tells the judge, well, how else was I supposed to get a hold of her? <laughs> knowing damn well you got a protective order. <laughs> I'm like, bruh. Come
0: on no attorney. Just saying. Uh, well, how else am no I supposed to get given. a hold of her? Oh. Judge straight looked at him and was like, you not dumbass. Like, I tell you,
1: I, I think he got that 30 days just because the judge thought he was a dumbass.
0: <laughs> I mean, he has not contacted me since then. Um, since the court date. Fucking
1: scared straight.
0: Um, and he signed the divorce papers not once, Finally. but twice because my attorney fucked up.
1: But, I mean.
0: He did try to make one complication.
1: The good thing about it is now you're a free woman. For now. Yeah.
0: Depends how this podcast goes. Bye.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. So. We'll have a story about my addiction. We'll have the story about... My domestic violence. Your domestic violence.
0: Our lies to each other.
1: We'll have this story about surviving in our relationship. And, yeah. Because the crazy thing is, is, like, we both came from where we came from before each other. And then went through what we went through with each other. And... Yeah, we're still surviving. We're still here.
0: Still killing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm I mean, happy. you're
0: kind of a domestic violence victim in your own. You huh. was 15. Yeah. You was a kid. I mean,
1: that story will come out. I mean, truthfully, most 15-year-old kids don't get to date grown-ass women, but...
0: Your mom's a piece of shit. <laughs>
1: I mean, I wasn't complaining then. Now. My
0: son over here on the couch, he had dog and come to me and tell I'm dating a grown ass woman. No, you're not. Get in the house.
1: That was the issue. I was too busy running the streets.
0: Just because you was a big kid. You look grown, but you're not grown. And that's what your problem is. You stunted your brain health. Probably
1: <laughs> between the drugs and all the other dumb shit I was doing, probably. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we'll leave episode, episode one, one here. Yep. And we uh, will
0: be back next week with episode two, which will focus on Will's be, addiction.
1: Yeah, that'll be fun.
0: You ready to share that? <laughs>
1: baby <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> It's not going to be bad. No. Nah. You'll get through it.
1: I guess it'll be a lot of relief
0: to get it out.
1: To get it out, yeah.
0: I I mainly know the gist of Will's addiction and how he became an addict. So Will was addicted to heroin IV.
1: Yeah.
0: And I know how left. you became to that. Yeah. I don't Really understand it It
1: but. all started with the girl mm-hmm. See Mom didn't let me date that girl
0: Where would you be today? Huh. Would we be together?
1: No, uh, Maybe not <laughs> I don't know where I'd be
0: mm-hmm.
1: Probably doing the right shit But
0: Well you're doing the right shit now Yeah I mean, It wouldn't have just taken so long it was, Exactly It probably <laughs> wouldn't have
1: taken this damn long But Huh? I'm not complaining. I like where I'm at. Yeah. I know who I'm with. Yeah. It's life.
0: For now. He's telling me what I want to hear again.
1: (laughs) That'll be every time I say something for the rest of the week. That's that's what I'm going to get now.
0: (laughs) See, he opened up.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll leave this here, and uh, we'll be back next week. Yep. All right.
0: Bye.